And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me today is my good friend, Mark Schindler. Mark, it's Halloween night. It's very spooky around here. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, it's Reese's, man. It has to be Reese's. Like, okay. You've made, it cl- you've made it clear that the, anyone calling it Reese's or calling the little bits of candy Reese's pieces, that that is not allowed. That is that. That's true. That's not how it's supposed to be said. It's not how I want it to be said. Um, it's always the tweets you don't expect to blow up that do. But yes, <laughs> uh, very much so. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of spooky, there was nothing spookier than this ninety-five, ninety-three Clippers win in LA. It was the grossest game that maybe I've watched so far this season. But Paul George, my goodness, he hits a game-tying three with under a minute left. The Rockets call a timeout. I'm not really sure what the intention was, but they turn the ball over. Clippers get it back. Another timeout. This is a long game, by the way. Lots of timeouts, lots of fouls, lots of just grossness all around. But Paul George hits this impossible falling away shot with Eric Gordon draped all over him to win the game. Uh, I'm happy for Steve Ballmer. He looked like he was about to be headed to the hospital (laughs) at the end of this game. But got the win, got the arms pumping, and uh, a big-time Clippers win for for a team that really desperately needed it. Yeah, no, 100%. I, and it, it was interesting, too, because it felt like they weren't going to get this one until yeah. about the last minute and a half. I don't want to get like, too excited about the win probability thing, but I would be very interested to see what that looks like for this game. Yeah, um, They really found something late with PG and, and, and Zubac going middle pick and roll pretty much. I think at least half the last possessions over the, the the final three minutes of the game, and that just kind of part of the Red Sea. Even though you know, even looking at what the defensive, I'm, I'm looking at what the numbers were, you'd think this was a defensive slugfest. Not no. at all. Uh, neither of these defenses look good, and I think it's more so there was just a lot of isolation basketball being played here. Not a ton of off ball movement. Um, and so actually getting some stuff that generated some some movement on the back line really opened things up. And then, I mean, the, the biggest story, like you hit on, Paul was just a star tonight. I mean, he yep. was unreal. He's struggled the last couple of games and put any kind of notions to bed tonight. 35 points on 15 to 26 from the field. And it was like, I mean, I felt like that last possession was an encapsulation of it almost. Everything was of the extremely difficult variety. Like Eric Gordon played about as good of a possession of defense as you could on Paul George in that situation. Yep. I mean, you forced him out of middle, uh, you forced him into a contested shot. He ends up shooting it, falling away and he just hits it because it's that kind of night. But then on the other end, his defense was amazing. The only reason they have the ball is because he strips Eric Gordon on tough, tough closing minute for Eric Gordon, but uh, he mm-hmm. strips Eric Gordon 
gets that steal. He had six steals in this game, two blocks. Like, he was everywhere tonight, man. That was unreal performance for him. And the Clippers needed this one, too. Yeah. He's three blocks away from a five by five. 35, nine, eight, six steals, two blocks. Uh, Paul was unbelievable. On the other end for the Rockets, it was just a really bad shooting night for them. They yeah. shot 38% from the field as a team, 28% from three, even 73% from the line. It's just like they just left a lot on the table. And a lot of that was from KPJ and Jalen Green, who just really struggled from the field. Jalen Green in particular, it was just not his night for whatever reason. He was getting the kind of shots that he typically gets. But like he like there was a dunk that he missed that ended up turning into an offensive interference because um, he hung on the rim for too long. Um, finished with 13 points on 17 shots. He remained confident. Like he hit some shots down the stretch that looked like they might be extending this lead for for Houston to go win, but um, just wasn't his or KPJ's night. Yeah, and the biggest thing too for me is this team just doesn't. This sounds cliche to say they don't look like a team right now. Uh, this is something yeah. that I, I I talked about earlier today, but it it just there's not. I mean, Jabari Smith is like hardly getting utilized. You, you, there've been moments of him looking like pretty frustrated. Honestly, like they're just spotting him up. I mean, this is not me trying to totally hammer the coaching staff, but um, for as much talent as the team has, and granted, it's young talent, I am pretty uh, pretty underwhelmed by how much they actually get into running offensively. Um, yeah, so. That was a that was definitely a little bit of a disappointment tonight. Yeah, I, I think the the struggle with this Rockets team is there's not a lot of like high level decision makers on the team. Yeah, and so there's there's a lot of like bucket getters like Jalen Green, KPJ, Eric Gordon. Like Shangun might be the only guy that has the ball that's looking around and like trying to that's initiate something. <laughs> um, and then Jabari's. He's he's not ready to to do that kind of stuff. He didn't really do that stuff at Auburn. Mm-hmm. He's really not that kind of player. He needs some playmakers. He needs some guys that are looking in the best interest of him. And it's really not him and Shangun. Like Shangun's really looking for Jalen Green. And the like the two man game between those two is actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're the number three pick in this draft and you are getting eight shots a game and you're not really getting the kind of shots that you want, you could tell there was some frustration because it's he's just not somebody that can get his own bucket. Uh, so there, there, there is a lot of frustration going on in Houston right now. And a lot of it is that they don't have like who's getting them into the offense, like who's yeah. initiating it. I, I'm not seeing it. It's just really, and it's really just the way that the team is constructed uh, yeah. at this point. They're, yeah, they're constructed. No. They're they're constructed for the draft for the twenty three <laughs> draft is what they're constructed for, and really it feels that's, like that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny too because you wouldn't expect to hear it here in, in the year twenty twenty three or any year, but this team misses Bruno Fernando like straight. <laughs> that's a, it's a very random shot, but like his screening and, and decision making and lob threat, like they looked really good the first few games with him, and ever since he's yeah. been down, their offense has really struggled. So. The shot if your team is missing. If your team morning, is missing Bruno Fernando, you are probably, tanking. You're probably That's, looking for Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's head to Milwaukee, where the Bucks narrowly defeat the Pistons, one ten to one hundred eight. Drew Holiday, man, he was great in this game. Uh, he helped lead the way, twenty five seven and ten. He hit the step back three point jumper at the end of the game that really sealed the win. Uh, Mark, 
these undefeated Bucks are pretty good, even though they just have no wings at all anymore with Grayson Allen going out early in this game. Yeah, I I think it was kind of hilarious because this was one of those games where I tuned in and I'm like, oh, this is kind of a quiet Giannis game today. And then I finally checked the final box words. 31 and 7 on on really clean efficiency and it's just I mean that's just that's how good he is. It, I think yeah. one of the things that just stood out in general with how much he and Brooke shared the floor and Brooke Brooke was awesome tonight. Um oh, defensively and yeah. offensively they really went to him a lot in the post considering how much uh Detroit leans into swishing. Um and I mean like Isaiah Stewart was often the tallest piston out there and mm-hmm. you had I mean it, it like it it looked like a varsity team playing a JV team at times because of how big they were. Um, but I mean, dude, this this Pistons team is is the story for me out of this one. Like the Bucks defense was fantastic, and I think you know you got good nights out of your stars. I think they're obviously missing a lot in terms of what the rest of the rotation looks like. But Cade Cunningham, man, back to back games against two real contending teams, one in, in in beating Golden State last night, almost beating the Bucks tonight, like. He was just saying dominant is probably going a little bit too far, but in terms of just his patience, composure, completely cutting apart a team and getting what he wants, um, he had a couple tough rollouts on on his mid ranger, but overall, mm-hmm. I mean, twenty seven points, seven assists. Uh, he was impressive tonight. I thought. I mean, Bojan did much of the same as well. I've loved his addition. Jaden Ivey sprinkled in some of those just remarkable runs to the rim. He had one coming out of the right slot that just kind of slithered in between what was going to be a trap. And then right around Brooke Lopez, Brooke couldn't even get his arms up because of how quick he gathered. Like mm-hmm. um, this team is just showing a lot of reasons to be excited um, and to do what they did against what's been the best defense in the NBA to start the year was, was really fun to watch. Yeah. It's good for these young teams to get reps like this, especially Cade. And he, he had that elbow jumper there at the end. That's kind of, one of his sweet spots and he just like, he just missed it. I mean, it, it, the shot looked so clean. I thought it was going in and yeah. that would have tied the game up. And then he had a three point shot there at the end too, that just kind of bounced back out to him. I think it was on the same possession and he just missed it. And you know, those are, I think those are good reps, even though you're missing them, even though you're not winning the games. I feel like there's like, there's a lot to be learned from these games for a team like the Pistons. Uh, I want to ask you about your thoughts on the Bucks defense real quick. They're they're not just allowing teams to take threes like they have in the past. They're f- starting to funnel uh, guys toward Brook, which I think to me it seems smart. He's led the league in blocks so far. He had two tonight. I actually think two is the lowest amount that he's had all season yeah. in a game. Uh, I just was curious your thoughts on that. Yeah, I've loved it honestly, man. I think this is the best blend that they've shown defensively. I still want to see how they. Um, especially once Chris comes back, how they start to to implement just more add, adding in more more schemes to, to layer on top of that. But um, as much as he wasn't really a factor from the field tonight, like I really liked what Javon Car- Javon Carter's brought for them in a bigger role, um, mm-hmm. just playing more at the point of attack and and really being a, a pass for them. Same with with Drew. Obviously, we've always known that from him. But like you mentioned with Brooke, like there were there was a lot of questioning how he was going to look coming into this year coming off of back surgery last year and being pretty rough in the playoffs and um, in the small sitting was back, but he's been the best defensive player in basketball by my, I think I've caught every team at least three times now. And he is pretty comfortably been the best defender in basketball for me. Like his rim protection has been staggering. Um, Yeah. 
and I just don't know how. I mean, it's it's very much at the point where it's like, I mean, teams are getting good looks, but it just kind of doesn't matter because anything that's within eight feet of the basket, well, that's getting contested or blocked. So I, I don't know how you stop it. And even then, like if you, even if he's not getting verticality on you, okay, well, Giannis is coming over help side. Right. Um, yeah. They've been really fun to watch. And I, I I just can't wait to see Chris on this because I think that's the big thing that they're missing is having like a real mm-hmm. wing who is out there providing yep. size and some some ability off the ball too. So, um, yep. very excited about this Buck squad. I have questions yeah. about the offense, but um, I feel sure. like we have that every year. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks are the only undefeated team in the league. 6-0 and oh, and looking great. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's bounce around the league in Charlotte. The Kings squash the Hornets 115-108. to 108. De'Aaron Fox goes down early in this game, hurting his knee. It's not expected to be serious. Uh, Kevin Herter with a game-high 26 on 5 of 10 from 3. Mark, do you hear that sound? It's the sound of cool, clean jazz entering our hearts. Another win for the Jazz, man. They beat the Grizzlies 121-105. to 105. The Jazz haven't lost at home so far this season. They're 4-0. Six Jazzmen in double figures, including 31-11-2 and, and four blocks for Lowry Markkinen. The, the Grizzlies were missing their star guard, Desmond Bain, who is out with, with right ankle soreness. Mark, what in the world do we do with this Jazz team? They're 6-2. and two. Man, I have no idea, but I am loving watching them play basketball. Um, they're just apparently Memphis's kryptonite this year. Yeah. Uh, I think they've just bludgeoned them both times they played. Yep. Um, Lowry Market looks awesome, man. Like he's he does. Trans- translated everything he did uh, playing for Finland at Eurobasket. And it's just been kind of a... It's, it's hitting the stage of I just don't quite know what to think because it's it feels... Not that they're gonna stay, you know, like a a six and two level team the rest of the year, but this is like it's good stuff. I love watching them play. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Mark, I texted you earlier today about Fred Van Vliet being out with a sore back. I thought, man, what a bummer. Thought this was gonna be a good game. Now the Hawks might roll a little bit. Uh, I did not anticipate the results of this game. Thirty point win for the Raptors, one thirty nine to one hundred nine. Pascal Siakam. Well, it's not time to talk about the MVP. Let's just let it creep into your mind that maybe you should think about Pascal Siakam MVP. Just just start thinking about that. He had 31, 12, and 6. Scotty Barnes with 21, 7, and 8. With five made threes. What a performance by the Raps. The Brooklyn Nets. They beat the Pacers, but boy, oh boy, was it not pretty for the Nets. They were once up 48 to 24 in this game. And the Pacers just don't quit. They battled back and eventually tied the game at 100. The Nets responded... And eventually put the Pacers away 116 to 109. 
A fun bit of history was made tonight. Kevin Durant passed Vince Carter for 19th on the NBA's all-time scoring list. He now has 25,754 points. He has scored at least 25 points in each of the first seven games of the season for the Nets. That's the most in franchise history. And after the game, Durant said that his first NBA jersey was a Vince Carter jersey. Mark, what was your first NBA jersey? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, it was a Paul George number 13 Indiana jersey. It was the first oh. uh, first basketball jersey I ever got. Wow, story. well, there you go. Uh, and finally, the 76ers wouldn't let the thought of losing their 23 and 24 second round picks keep them down. They defeated the Wizards 118 to 111. No Joel Embiid in this one, but it was a team effort for the Sixers who had their entire starting lineup in double figures, including James Harden, who had 23.7 boards and 17 assists. Wow. And that's going to do it for today's show. Tampering is up next. Mark, send us out. Ding, ding, y'all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.